Hola, my name is Dr. Kelly Alvarado Young. You can call me Dr. K. I'm a Latina, mommy, scholar, registered yoga teacher, and mujer cultivating pathways towards healing for BIPOC folks. La brega is Puerto Rican slang for struggle, doing the best we can with the hardships thrown at us and still enjoying life. You are not alone in La Brega. Join me on the Wellness Cheese Chat, where guests co-create a space to share how they incorporate wellness into their lives. We may experience pain, trauma, and hardships as we work to build a more equitable world. That's why it's more important than ever to build a space we can post up with our cafecito to center how we care for ourselves, community, and world. Vamos, welcome to La Brega Yoga Flow and Meditation Wellness Chisme Chat. Dale! Today's episode features Leslie Martinez, the CEO and creator of Intentions Manifested. She says, everything you want to manifest starts with your intention. Let's go ahead and listen to today's conversation. Buenos dias, noches, wherever you are in the world, mi gente, como estamos? So excited to have you all meet Leslie. She is an amazing, amazing Latina entrepreneur and so many more things that you heard in her bio today. So please help me welcome Leslie to the show. Thank you so much, Dr. K, for having me here today. I'm so excited to be with all of you today talking about wellness. Ah, perfecto, perfecto. So help us understand, Leslie, what does wellness mean to you? So to me, wellness means balance, like being in balance with yourself, finding your balance, finding, you know, it's not going to be a perfect balance all the time, but being able to assess uh, what are your needs and meeting those needs, uh, whether those needs are mental, physical, or spiritual, that you're constantly assessing yourself and taking care of yourself and, you know, making sure that, you know, your, your needs in those areas are being met. That's what I think wellness means to me in many ways. I mean, of course, we could break down that word and go in many different ways. But if those, I think those three pillars really cover, if you focus on those three pillars, um, you know, thinking about your mental, physical, and spiritual health, you're always going to find, um, you know, what it is that you need and you'll be able to find the support, you know, from there. Wonderful. I really appreciate those three pillars, right? Like it's not about one thing and one thing only. And sometimes, especially in like the U.S. construct, it can be about the physical health. Do you look good? Are you the right weight? And we really need to be able to ensure that we're connecting that back to our spirit. Do we love ourselves? And, you know, our mind, is our mind in the right place to understand, hey, maybe we lost 100 pounds, pero todavía pensamos de que somos a goldita. We're that woman that is a bigger body, but really now we're in a smaller body because we focus so much on our physical health, but we didn't spend time on our mental health or our soul connection. I love how you talk about the word finding. Can you tell us a little bit more? What does that mean to find that balance? Oh, I love that question. Um, uh, yeah. So 
finding the balance is basically thinking about what works for you. So you're constantly assessing, you know, not constantly, but you have to come to a place where you know who you are, you know what your needs are and own that and then create from there, like create your own wellness path from there. It's not a one size fits all, in my opinion. Um, And once you have that clarity, then of course you could go and find the support that you need from different people such as yourself, you know, you do Reiki and yoga, you know, I have my own programs, you you find the support that you need, but first you have to come to yourself and realize, okay, this is who I am. This is not coming from an external person telling me this is what I need to look like or how I need to feel. This is coming from, from my own needs. And, um, you know, basically you have to find that it's essentially connecting with yourself again. You know, it's honor, it's listening to your body, honoring whatever your body's telling you. Are you feeling pain somewhere? Where is this pain coming from? It's just being in that connection with yourself, you know, that relationship with yourself. So you have to find that it's not some, it's not going to come from somebody else. It has to come from you. I see it. I love that idea around like, it has to come from you. And so often we can ignore, and especially like as women, And Latinas, it's about, oh, yeah, take care of everybody else. And their pain comes first. And we need to be able to create the space to focus on ourselves and say, hey, how am I feeling today? ¿Cómo está la cosa? What's going on? Where's the cricks in my spirit? Where's the cricks in my knee or my elbow or lo que sea? So could you share with us maybe an example of a time when you had to go through that process of finding yourself? Yeah, sure. So the the biggest thing that you're going to realize when you actually have to step into looking for what's going on is uh, when things are not going well in your life. It could be that you you literally feel out of balance. You literally feel like uh, I'm overwhelmed. You know, things are falling apart at home. You know, the, you know, my marriage is not working out or, you know, all these external factors manifest themselves if you're not doing well internally. So that's the first sign that you need to like come back to your inside and figure out, okay, what do I need? You know, are my basic and, you know, my basic needs being met, you know, am, am I able to fulfill all my, all my duties, you know, at home or, you know, pay my bills, you know, pay my rent. Do I have a roof over my head? Do I have warm clothing? Okay. You got that. Okay. What about my health? How am I doing there? Am I going to my appointments? Am I taking care of myself? You know, am I going to the dentist, you know, and then, you know, you literally go area by area in your life and you assess where am I here? What are my needs here? And that's sort of kind of like how you start discovering, you know, what are the gaps and what are the things that you need to bring to the to the limelight. But, you know, it manifests itself in the external world. And that's when, you know, you have to come back in and realize and understand that it's being created from within your external reality starts within, you know, and then the world kind of becomes a mirror to what you're experiencing inside. Being creative from within, that is such a beautiful way of capturing it to say how important that internal journey for ourselves is before we can manifest things externally. So many times people want, they want abundance and they want love, y todas las cosas. 
And it's like, well, if you haven't manifested it first inside of your heart and your life, and you manifest what you think wellness looks like to you, not what other people think wellness looks like, is so important. Y no pudiera decir maybe like a little bit about your journey with PMD también, as you have been manifesting from within to create that external life that is the one you need. Yeah, sure. So, you know, when it comes to wellness, my biggest struggle has been um, PMDD, which is, you know, basically you experience um, a lot of symptoms that have that that almost resemble depression right before your cycle. So it's like a week before, you know, it, it could be pain, overwhelm. Um, you know, you you feel it physically in your body, but also mentally. And um, it's a condition that like, it's not something that is super treatable. Like if you go to a doctor, the first thing that they might say is, Hey, do you want to go on, on, on antidepressants? You know, that's how they're treating it. And I didn't want to go that route, you know, no judgment to anyone who decides that that's what their journey is. Uh, but for me, I wanted to get to the bottom of this. Like, how can I get better? How can I support my body through this process that I go through once a month? And how could I create a system around me that is going to be supportive of me? So what I, the conclusion that I came to is that, you know, I needed to find support. So I found somebody who helped me work through my nutrition. You know, literally she focuses on that, like nutrition for people that suffer, you know, from these um, menstrual, you know, cramps and, and pains in their body. And so she creates a, she created a program, you know, we basically work, you know, created kind of like a dietary um, plan for myself, which I'm not very good at keeping. And I give myself a lot of grace. At least I'm better at shopping now <laughs> when I go pick up foods, you know, you learn it's a learning process and it's a journey with myself. Sometimes I'm good with it. Sometimes I'm not, but other systems that I have created is communicating that to the people around me. So Everyone knows that right before my period, I need time to myself and I make no excuses for it at all. I'm a mom. So my husband is supportive of me in, in, the, in the sense that he's like, okay, I understand for three or four days, you're going to be like off duty, you know, like I got to, you know, you're going to do the minimum that you can at home and I will pick up some of the slack during that time. But I know that the moment you go through that process, you're back up and you have more energy than ever and you pick up your slack and you do extra because that's just the way it is. You know, like we end up doing a little bit more to create balance at home, right? So that nobody feels like they're overwhelmed. So that's the system that I created. And it's gone down to the point where, you know, we keep calendars around it. So I have it on my calendar. I sent my husband a calendar invitation this week. Please do not talk to me about important matters. <laughs> as it relates to our, you know, finances or plans that we need to make, because my mind doesn't want to hear it right now. Like my mind just needs a rest. I want to listen to a good book. I want to relax, maybe go to the park with my son and enjoy myself during this time. This is my downtime. Um, another thing that I do, and it's the last thing I share is that I, you know, I may go to the spa or get a facial, you know, do something to make myself feel good and, you know, like I'm pampering myself, you know, that's how I self-care around that time. And I know it's a tough time because, you know, there are emotions that rush in. Um, I know that when I haven't taken care of my body, because for example, like I was doing really well with it. And like, it does become more balanced when I take care of myself. Like you feel less pain, you really feel less overwhelmed. The emotions are less intense, but when I don't do it, I feel it. 
because it happened to me this month in which I was just like on the go. I had a lot of work, a lot of work for my program, a lot of interviews as well. And so like I was on the go and I wasn't stopping. And there was like, there was like a lot going on at home as well. And I felt it. I remember I went shopping for shoes and I was walking, like got out of the train station in New York City, a city full of people. Everybody seemed so happy. Everybody was so well-dressed. People were chatting and happy and going to their happy little restaurant. And here I am. And I felt lonely in that moment. And I'm a person who has a lot of friends and a lot of good relationships. So it's okay to feel that feel. There's nothing wrong with it. But I also know that my emotions are intensified during that time. And because I have the awareness that this is how my body reacts, I'm able to say, you know what? It's okay for me to feel this way right now. Like feel like something is off here. Like look at all these people having an amazing time. Like I'm here alone shopping. Like, should I be somewhere else? I started kind of like judging myself in that moment, but I allow the emotions to go and to pass and to like, you know, just knowing, Hey, I know that sometimes I feel extra emotional around this time and that's okay. You know, it's okay for me to feel this way. It's okay for me to just let this emotion pass. And I went, got my shoes, went back home. I bought myself an ice cream, by the way, <laughs> with the chocolate on top. It was delicious. Um, and that kind of actually started to change the mood a little bit for me um, right before I got on the subway back home. And yeah, I got home and then, you know, it wasn't immediate, but like, you know, within a day or two, I was back and I was back to being my regular self. But, you know, it was a strong reminder that when I don't take the time to self-care and to put, you know, things down and say, you know what, this is my time. There's no work. There's nothing else. You know, like, I'm sorry, but this is my time. You guys are going to have to work around that. Then, um, then I feel it in my body. So it's, it is those boundaries that I have to set for myself in order to feel well. That is such an amazing way of being able to advocate for yourself, right? Like we need to be on our own to-do lists and to know that okay, we need to let people know, right? When we communicate to them and say, these are the needs I have, they can meet us there and support us. You know, it's beautiful that your husband is like, all right, I know during this time, I am going to do what I need to do. I will accept the calendar invite. Oh my gosh. I'm totally taking that to send to my husband. Like that's going to be my new thing. También ahora. Like, that is I love such it. a good tip. Such a good you tip. You have to train your hubbies, you know, but you know, like I said, I also, when I come back to myself and like, I do extra, Hey, what can I do? And I support him. I also block on his calendar. No, we I don't block it, but, you know, we discussed that he has his time as well. So like there's a time on the calendar for him to actually just have space to do what he needs to do, you know, because sometimes we get caught up on like, you know, the responsibilities of having a small child. And it's important that as you create space for yourself, you do it for others, because it's just a really good way to reciprocate. And like people are going to want to do that provide the same level of support to you. So that's a strategy for anyone struggling to find that time, you know, <laughs> for themselves is create space for others and others will do the same for you as well. And what a beautiful way of holding balance, ¿verdad? De que everybody gets their time and space and it's not about like 
keeping track of, oh, well, I did this and I did that. Like it's honoring each person and lo que necesita. And so then as you're going through this process or just la vida in general, how are you finding hope, in, especially in those times but that where we do have to be a little bit more graceful with ourselves, that like everything doesn't go perfectly. And yeah, we know what we should do, pero la cosa pasa, right? So how do you find hope to keep on going? Yeah, I think it's just grace, lots of grace, grace towards yourself, you know, just knowing yourself and, and just accepting it, you know, that we're in this physical body, that we're going to go through these feelings and that, you know, an important reminder is also that it's temporary. Todo pasa, todo pasa, you know, whatever you're feeling in this moment right now with your mindset and the way that you decide to change your outlook in life, it could completely change how things go, go for you moving forward. You know what I mean? So when you're feeling hopeless and down, like I'm never going to get out of this, just imagining for a moment the impossible and trying to get yourself in that, you know, oh, this could happen, could totally change how you feel in that moment, you know? And like I said, you know, we're humans, we're here to experience those emotions. So, you know, if it's something temporary, not as permanent, let's say like me, where I know that, you know, for two or three days, I may be a little bit like that if I didn't take care of myself well, just allowing that to go, to, to flow through me, you know, to feel the feels, you know, it's a day or two, maybe get myself an ice cream, you know, maybe call a friend that I enjoy talking to, to get me out of that mood, you know, in that moment, if it's something like less permanent, right, because, you know, we're all dealing with with all kinds of different, um, you know, mental health, health, you know, mental issues at the moment, right, you know, post COVID, there's just so much going on. But, you know, if it's something temporary, just, you know, allow your allow it to go. If it's something more permanent, I would say get support. You know, if you're feeling totally hopeless, you know, borderline depression, I would say get the support that you need from a professional. Um, don't keep that to yourself, you know, and um, and understand that, you know, everything, everything does pass by, like nothing is permanent. And at any point in time, you could change your outlook in life and have a more positive, you know, um, more positive outlook and also more, more positive results, you know, in your life as well. You are so right. Everything is temporary. And I think that's one reason why it's even so important to hold on to the good things in life, la buena cosas, and be like, yeah, you know, like we never know when we might be together again at some point or be able to share space or have laughs that are those kinds of laughs that just make your face hurt, you know? And it creates the sense of gratitude for me, at least like when I'm like, wow, like, this is my life. This is so cool. You know, that are not so fun happen because they happen. I can be like, okay, I know this will also be temporary because I will get back to that place of like being con la gente that I love or doing things that I really care about or just chilling and relaxing and having a good time con la vida because yeah, totally. is temporary. Yeah. And great gratefulness is such a good way also to work up that energy for those negative emotions that you're feeling. I mean, when you're find some when you find something to be grateful for, immediately you're generating good energy in your body. And that good energy cannot exist 
with the bad, you know, the negative emotions that you're feeling at the same time. It's just, it cannot. So try it. So like, if you're feeling down and you start like just writing maybe a gratitude list of 20 things you're grateful for, and you start feeling the energy work up, like there's no way that that feeling could coexist with the feeling of sadness. So that's definitely, you know, thank you for bringing up gratitude because that is an important part of that journey. (laughs) I love that tip of creating a gratitude list. What would be on your top five today? Oh my God, I love that question. First and foremost, my family, incredibly blessed to have such a wonderful husband and my wonderful son as well. Um, I am grateful for you know, I am grateful for allowing myself to take a journey with myself to explore who I really am and become more brave in in being that person, you know, Uh, super grateful for that. It's It's a fairly new journey for me. I'm not saying that I was not connected to myself. I just was in the search and I think I finally found her and I'm in the process of stepping into who she is. Um, <laughs> and the, the third one, I would say, um, I'm super grateful for the work that I started about a year ago with intentions manifested because it has given me so much joy. And it's also an opportunity for me to, um, create space for others and, um, you know, literally just, you know, there's just such good energy around it. And that, you know, seeing that people are reading my emails, and that they're enjoying what I'm writing. And I generally write inspirational things just so you so you understand. Um, so it's just good. It's good. And also I'm grateful for the opportunity to be able to write. Um, and the fifth thing I would say, I'm grateful for my health and being here. What a great, like holistic way of looking at everything, right? You have the pieces of self-actualization, the pieces of community and giving back through your writing, oh, wow. the pieces of being able to honor your physical, mental health as you create a really balanced life. Your list is very balanced. Bien. Wow, that is wonderful. You made such a great connection. Yeah, with the self-actualization because it's, you know, it's how I'm feeling through that work. So yeah, thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> very welcome. So definitely a consejito for everybody listening. Think about that gratitude list, right? Like it was that easy as asking you on the spot and you just came up with something. We didn't prepare that. Or no, anything. yeah. And I'm like, I hope that list is, it's, it's definitely not inclusive of everything on my list. I have so many things to be grateful for, but that's what came to mind today. And yeah, I totally encourage you guys to make that list and you know, if you're feeling like you need a little hope, just start there, you know, start there. Yes. I love that you also included the comunidad and work that you've been doing with intentions manifested. So for those who want to know more about you and maybe work with you in the future, uh, can you share a little bit about lo que haces? Yeah. So about a year ago, I started Intentions Manifested, and it was basically taking a journey with the moon to set intentions around the energy of that month. And so right now, uh, my business is ma- mainly just through email, and it's you know a very inspirational email that I send every month uh, discussing the energy of the month and how you can use that energy to basically you know tackle any area of your life that needs 
that that could use that energy. So to give you an example, we recently had a new moon in um, in Libra, and so it was all about beautifying, harmonizing community. So you know, I invited. You know, I I basically had would you know would have like a little blurb about what what that means, that energy, and then how people can use it to set intentions. And so that email comes out once a month, and you can subscribe by going to intentionsmanifested.com. Um, once you go there, you're also going to be subscribed to a 33 days of self-love. Um, it's like a prompts. So you'll get a journal and one daily email that is meant to connect you with yourself so that you could pretty much, you know, just through that self-awareness of getting to know yourself, you develop, you know, gratitude for yourself, but also that self-love that comes from within. So that is what I'm currently doing. I had a coaching program, but it's no longer active at the moment. Um, but that is how you can connect with me if you want to find me. I have to say as someone on your email list, I always look forward to the emails that come in because it's so helpful. And like you said, it really is inspirational. I'm like, all right, I get a whole month to start over. And yeah, maybe last month wasn't great or last month was amazing. I get a new month to focus on something that's so important. And sometimes it makes me even think about like other things, you know, with the moon in Libra, I was like, okay, how can I beautify my space? How can I declutter? How can I channel this energy into making my home, my body, toda la cosa feel good and have that focus and intention for the month? Oh, I'm, I'm so glad to hear that you're reading. And that's awesome. Yeah, and that's the point. The point is, it does give you that new energy every month and that opportunity to start over and to refocus and to think about, hey, oh, I, I didn't realize that I had neglected my home. You know, like this is a great month to just, you know, declutter, like you said, or, you know, maybe I want to move a table and put it in a different area or there's a lamp that I've been wanting to get and I'm finally going to get it. And those things bring you joy. You know, because having a beautiful home, declutter home, it's also like a reflection of what you're feeling inside. So, yeah, those are the things that you can expect from the list. And yeah, that's how you can connect with me. Oh, wonderful. Bueno, we'll make sure all the links are in the show notes for folks that want to get on your newsletter list and be able to connect with you as we head into the new year for uh, all of us as we're starting to think about our intentions. So con eso, Leslie, I just want to thank you so much. This has really been an amazing conversation, a great conversation over cafecitos and chisme. And you just dropped so many wonderful tips and tricks and really showing, showcasing, right? And being a role model of what it means to find yourself and create the space that you need as you find balance. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. K. It was a pleasure being here. You're welcome. Bueno, nos vemos. Hasta la próxima. Ciao. Bye. Ya llegaste al fin. Thank you for joining me and our guests for some chisme on how we can embrace wellness as BIPOC folk. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. All the show notes and links can be found over at labregayoga.com. New episodes will be dropped the first and third Thursday of the month. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Don't forget to join me for another episode of Wellness Cheese Chat. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode and all things wellness. Send me a DM and you can find me on Instagram at Labrega Yoga. 
Hasta la próxima. Nos vemos. Chao.